are you doing in my doctor now voice how are you guys i just brushed my teeth so you know how like you just brush your teeth and you have like this just toothpastey you know and i always need to drink water these days but anyway what's up with y'all isn't it yet it's signing back in I'm the lyrical, flirical, spherical, um, I'm back, y'all, I'm back, uh, my weekend was cool, we actually went to see Transformers today, it was alright, it was alright, it was, the best part about it was that they used the Wu-Tang soundtrack, it was very predictable, but it was cool, it was cool. Um, what else did I do? Clean my house. My laundry, my washing machine was acting janky, so I had to go to the good old laundromat. I ain't too proud to go to the laundromat. And actually, I don't, I don't like going to the laundromat, but the laundromat in this day and age is so convenient because it tastes like debit cards now. And you can literally be done washing like your whole entire house in like 40 minutes. And um, and the drawing was free. Like, I don't know. I mean, besides the ick of using other people's washing machines, this actually wasn't too bad. They, they actually was, a, it was a clean place. Listen, I'm so obsessed with cleaning that anything will be a good time for me when it comes to that. I, I told my husband that I was like, you know, how I don't like to leave the house. It's something about when I clean it's different. I don't know how. Or what? But yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. Um. So what else did I do this weekend? Um. Just a bunch of stuff, man. Uh. The house thing is still going. It's it's just you know it's going. Uh. Other than that, y'all, it really wasn't nothing. The BET Awards were today. Um. I know that Offset and Quavo of the rap group Migos um, reunited um, after their, I remember, Takeoff got killed last year. So that was good. They buried the hatchet because they weren't speaking. So they reunited. So hopefully it's a good thing that that happened. Um, another sad story that happened was that... Um, that this boy he was 14 years old his mom um they were in this some food place or whatever and some man got into it well the man started punching the mom in the face and the son who was only 14 shot shot the son wow and uh i mean no Sorry, because I'm just looking at something really, really crazy on the internet as soon as it pops up. But anyway, uh, the uh, mother, so the, the, they were in this, uh, that thing completely distracted me. Okay, this mom was in there ordering food. She got into it with some man in the store. The man started punching her in her face. The son, who was standing at the doorway, shot the man and killed him. And so now they've both been arrested and it's unfortunate because now the little guy who's just really defending his mom is, you know, is very unfortunate because what kid wouldn't do that? But 
it's just so sad because he's only 14 why i was so distracted is because little uzi who's a rapper and uh jt who's in the city girls they uh used to date and i guess she threw something at, at him at the bet awards which is wild Wow. So I don't know what that was about, but she literally threw something at little Uzi. Uh, and they broke up. People are like, I know she was beating on Uzi. You could tell every since he got with her, he'd been showing more feminine energy because she obviously is more masculine. Uh, somebody said this is unacceptable. He should have had her arrested. I mean, I don't know what is going on with them, but JT, that's not a good look because you know these men, they're going to be up in arms that you are, you know, doing masculine energy. You know, they don't like this. They just hate it so much. Um, and I don't condone violence, but I just feel like, I mean, they used to date and they haven't been seen together. And I know Uzi says something really slick. And he probably has been uh, ignoring her. And so, yeah, she had to handle up on him. And I don't condone violence, but I just, you just never know. You just never know what is going on. Um, yeah. It, it, BT Awards was, the after show looks like it was wilder. Let's see what else is going on. Yeah, that just dropped for real. Um, but yeah, there was a lot of performances, a lot of, uh, Sugar Hill Gang performed hip hop, hippie, 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 don't stop rocking to your bang, bang, boogie, up, dump, boogie, 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 be. Um, the rapper Trina looked, appeared to be pregnant. If you guys don't know that, she used to rap with, uh, what's the name uh trick daddy and all them yeah the bt wars they started off good but i think they got a little ghetto from what i'm reading they got real ghetto so if you guys didn't know the submarine people did not make it it is unfortunate there was a 19 year old on there and that's sad because you know I know, me as a parent, if I took my kid on something like that and I knew we weren't going to make it out, I'd feel, I mean, I just hope they were right with God because that's messed up, dude, all the way around. Um, what else is going on here? A nonprofit organization made up of some 350 volunteer pilots and staff is helping transport those who need an abortion from states that would have made it illegal and allow the procedure. Interesting. Um, an alternative to statins may help reduce deaths from heart disease um, among people with high levels of bad cholesterol, research says. 12 people were taken to hospital Saturday after a lazy river swimming pool in Houston was apparently overcoordinated. Dang, y'all was trying to get all the germs out. 
since Ozimbic and Wegovi flooded the scene, there have been reports of other potential uses for them, like treating conditions ranging from PCOS to Alzheimer's. So y'all, these shots is really about to skyrocket. Y'all thought y'all was paying a lot now, and it was a lack of the shots now. Just wait. Um, let's see what else we got. The weapon supervisor charged with involuntary manslaughter in the shooting death of a cinematographer on the set of Rust has been charged with evidence tampering for allegedly passing drugs to someone else on the day of the shooting. Girl, they're going to take you down for this. That, um, Alagoff, and now you're the new person on the scene. Because they're going to charge somebody for this. So this woman out of Nebraska, her husband died an hour after his wedding ceremony. That is crazy. She didn't even have a chance to put life insurance on him. I know that's a, a terrible thing to say, but that's the first thing I thought. And I'm just here to be honest with you guys sometimes, but rest in peace to that dude. Um... Lots of shootings in towns. So there was going to be a coup supposedly in Russia, but it didn't happen. They, it was the Wagner group. They stopped and they signed an agreement. So they're, so I don't even know what it was about because they were making such a huge deal and they didn't even do it. So they fell off. A teenage volleyball player from Tennessee is suing the city of St. Louis and two drivers who struck her in February, causing her to lose both her legs. Oh, she wins. Trump has expanded his lead over DeSantis and the rest of the Republican presidential field since his latest. And <laughs> Trump is like, it's listen people are people love that dude man at this point I mean he said it a long time ago he could literally kill somebody and still be loved and he is not lying a airport employee the employee died on Friday night in what appears to be a freak accident at the San Antonio International Airport Um, he got ingested into the airplane's engine that's wild versus Wade happened a year ago. Yeah, besides the the fake coup, nothing really happened. Three San Antonio police officers have been charged with murder in the fatal, fatal shooting of a woman who is ex- experiencing what the city's police chief says a mental health crisis. You know, they still haven't figured that one out, um, how to handle people that are actually just having psychiatric situations in the police. 
Meta says it will shut down access to news on Facebook and Instagram in Canada after the country's federal government passed a law mandating that the tech companies pay content fees. No more Facebook and Instagram for you Canadians, don't you know? (sighs) Yeah, we'll see what else we got. I still can't get over that ratchet war show, dude. Nothing in news except for like Britney Spears didn't show up to some Elton John tribute and yada yada yada. Selena Gomez has followed, um, unfollowed Dua La Peep and Gigi Hadid and all this crap. Like, I don't even know what they're fighting for. It doesn't even matter to me, you know? Everybody's trying to call themselves withstanding from uh, BBLs, but they'll be back once enough time goes by. So this Uber passenger that shot and killed the driver believing he was taking her to Mexico is facing murder charges. Um, This lady's from Kentucky. She was visiting Texas and she shot and killed her Uber driver after claiming he was trying to kidnap her. Um, She's 48. She's booked in El Paso after her arrest on June 16th. Her bail was increased to 1.5 million after charges were upgraded from aggravated to assault causing bodily injury to murder after the driver died. The family of Daniel P- Pedra Garcia, 52, said that he was removed from life support on Wednesday. His niece told the outlet that he was not a criminal or a kidnapper. Um, last Friday, officers responded to a call of a shooting at 2.19 p.m. on US 54. At some point during the drive, calls were saw she was being taken to Mexican and shot Pedra. Um, Coppers allegedly pulled out a revolver and shot him in the head and wrist. The car crashed into a highway barrier. barrier. Instead of calling 911, Cobus took a picture of the critically wounded Garcia and texted it to her boyfriend. The boyfriend, who has been identified, was at the scene when officers arrived. The investigation does not support that a kidnapping took place or that Pedro was veering from the destination. Um, she was visiting her boyfriend in El Paso. She used the rideshare service to meet him at a casino. According to the affidavit, she became nervous when she saw signs for Juarez, which is located across the border of El Paso. Uber said in a statement, listen, I get that why she was scared, because I know a lot of people that are scared to Uber, but like, why were you Ubering then? Like, I don't definitely condone what she did, but I know a lot of women that would not Uber and, and they probably think all kind of crazy stuff is going on, but why uber if you're that afraid to where you just don't kill some innocent people that's wild 
yeah guys other than that the news is very manufactured let's see what redditors are talking about a boot and of course I have plenty of story time for you cats and kittens people who cut off their family what did they do to you get on your nerves um I my I I wouldn't necessarily say I cut off my family. I just um I don't go around them as much. And it's nothing nothing against them. You know you stay away so long and it's like you guys really have nothing in common no more. And I think social media is like the big culprit for that. Because it's like you kind of see everything they're already doing and I have family members that put their entire lives on social media, so I really don't consider that cut off. I just look like peak like in their life be like "Mm, there's no need for me to insert myself in this or you know all their kids are growing up nicely nothing crazy but yeah social media to me is the reason why I don't talk to my family as much um somebody said my cousin had addiction problems and just burned every bridge in our family used to we used to buy him food and stuff and he needs and yeah drug addictions definitely I mean like I said that's what I do love about my family. They put all their business on social media. So I can say, not for me, not for the kid. Somebody said they threatened my life and then reported me to my country's officials for being a runaway. I was 26, a heathen, a whore, and I wish there was a joke, a witch. Other crimes in my country. So yes, I have nothing to do with them anymore. Dang. I have been dead against you, buddy. Um, under what circumstances would you get naked with your friends? Um, if we were offered a million dollars, I would totally. I might even do it for five hundred thousand. Hundred thousand. Fifty thousand. As long as we get naked, that's nothing. Let's turn over the money. Um fellow glasses wearers do you keep your glasses on or off during sex no why would you wear glasses during sex (laughs) if you weren't glasses during sex you were doing something wrong (laughs) had a fling with a girl from work years ago she always wore glasses and only ever took them off when we had sex got to the point that I had a kind of a Pavlovian reaction when her specs came off I got horny she figured out what was going on and sometimes at work she would take them off while we were in the same meeting and just casually play with them in her hands occasionally glancing over at me so you basically were saying that that that's funny I don't know anybody that keeps their glasses on during sex Somebody said, on, need to see the screen clearly. <laughs> Porn. <laughs> oh, I like to plunge my face in her breast. Like, yeah, I mean, if y'all keep y'all glasses, what? This lady said, my husband typically wears them to a certain point during sex. Then when he takes them off, it's my signal that things are about to get real intense. It's very hot. Y'all husband must really be blind. Like, <laughs> who's wearing glasses during sex? Like especially if you're in a long-term relationship you guys should, should know each other's bodies in the dark by now see what these men are talking about 
what would it take for you to feel comfortable enough for the woman you're dating to open up about your mental health issues is that what we're doing here are all you men have mental health issues Somebody said, I wouldn't way too many times in my life have I trusted women with my emotions and mental health. And then they turned around and intentionally torpedoed it. Women are fixers, so I can see how that could happen. Somebody said, that's a surefire way to be dumped in the future. Yeah. Only when I feel like, yeah, most men said they ain't telling y'all they mental health problems. Sorry, buddy. You men don't really have anything new to talk about this week. You don't already like talking about your emotions. Women who enjoy gaming. What is one of your very first video games you remember really enjoying? Of course, Mario Brothers. Mario Brothers. I loved Gears of War on Xbox. I loved... Um, I like Call of Duty. I wish I had time to play video games. Every time I want to play it, it needs an update, and then I just end up not wanting to play it. But I completely have a console that I just don't use. That we pay for, that we just don't use, that I said that that wasn't going to happen. Should you put the relationship first, or should you put the children first? Interesting question. Um, Sometimes you have to do one or the other. Um... I never get this whole thing where you put your spouse in front of your kids. I mean, sometimes it's both, you know, sometimes your spouse may need you over the kids and vice versa. I don't really think life works like that. And when people say that, it's kind of silly. There are times when my son might have something going on. I need to go see what's going on with him. There are times when my husband might have something going on. So I don't think it works that easy as people like to think. Um, somebody says it depends if I were an unsafe environment with an abusive partner, my kids will be put first. No doubt. I get them the hell out in my marriage, which I consider healthy and stable. My husband is first. I would do absolutely anything to protect and provide for our future children, but the family functions best when my husband and I put each other first and the kids will benefit. Yeah, that's well put. That's well put. And, and most parents understand, you know, cause there are times well, my husband has to do things for his kids and I mean obviously he consults consults me first but yeah I mean yeah alright let's get into these story times guys put your kids on your bank accounts I get so many comments from people suggesting that this is a good idea and a way to get around probate and for the kid to have access to funds I want to make it crystal clear how I feel about it this can seem like a quick, easy, cheap way to handle things, you know, just a gesture of love and trust, but it can have extremely negative consequences for both the parent and the child. All right, so let's say you're in your 60s, you've got a kid in their, in their 20s or 30s, they're a very good kid, they've never had any problems whatsoever, let's say you've got an account with $200,000 in it, and you want to put your kid on that account so they can have access to funds if anything ever happens to you. On the face of it, it seems like a great way to handle things, but here are some problems. Number one, gift taxes. If your child is on that account, they have the same right to that money as you do. You can gift away up to $16,000 a year, but above that, you've got to file a gift tax return. Number two, your child's liabilities. If your child gets into trouble with a creditor and that creditor gets a judgment against them, they can garnish your account for the entire amount. Number three, your 
child's divorce. If your child gets married and divorced, that spouse may have a right under a property settlement to part of your bank account. Next, legal judgments against your child. If your child gets into a lawsuit as a result of a car accident and a judgment is entered against your child, the entire amount of that bank account could go to satisfy the judgment. Next, kids, and for that matter, all of us can get into things that we never thought we would have in life. Let's say he picks up an interest in poker. He begins playing poker and he develops a gambling debt. He decides one day the only way he's going to be able to pay that off is to get the money out of that account and pay it off. There's no requirement for him to pay back that money. I live in the world of what could happen. My job is to try and prepare for things if they do happen. And from that perspective, putting your child on your bank account is a terrible idea. Y'all heard what he said. Man skips work for six years and no one notices. I don't know if that means you're really good at your job or really bad at it. How he got caught was the mayor walked down to the office himself to hand him an award for 20 years of loyal and dedicated service. When he got there and didn't see Joaquin, he started asking questions. Hey, yo, I'm looking for Joaquin. Have you seen him? I can't find him anywhere. Oh, man, you just missed him. Yeah, he just went to lunch like, oh, lunch, okay. Yeah, I can just wait. Half a decade ago. Decade? Decade? Plot twist number one. After finding out this information, the mayor launched an investigation. At the conclusion of the investigation, they determined that Joaquin had missed work for six years or 14. Nobody really knows. Plot twist number two. He was in charge of supervising the construction of a water treatment facility. So basically, one day he just woke up and was like... Man, fuck this job. A little dirty water ain't never hurt nobody. Plot twist number three. Y'all not ready for this one. It involves a little bit of math, okay? So Joaquin made over $41,000 a year for six to 14 years, because remember, nobody noticed. This means that he made between $246,000 and $574,000 over the course of that time period. According to the local Spanish government, the most that they could find him was $30,000. So basically, the man, the myth, the legend, Joaquin, made a quarter of a million dollars by saying... Man, fuck this job. My final three takeaways are, one, it pays to not do your job. Two, blue dirty water ain't never hurt nobody. And three, if you or a loved one drank Spanish water at any point in time between the years of 1996 and 2010, you may be entitled to mesothelioma or financial compensation. Why he ain't no Joaquin? No, you know those city workers, man, they be getting away with a lot. You know, I used to be one. But... I didn't get that lucky. I mean, <laughs> listen, them city workers, I, I'm not mad at him because his higher-ups is probably doing worse. I ain't going to even lie. I ain't even going to hold y'all, and I'm not going to hate on Joaquin. But why he got to be Joaquin? Why he got to be black? And they're taking that money that they're getting from those assets and putting it in banks in Liechtenstein. Now Russell is still oblivious to what's going on. He's unaware that his share belongs to someone in Qatar. So in May of 2018, he signs a stock transfer agreement to relinquish his rights in both companies, the one in New Horizon and the one in Rush Media, for $14,250,000. Money that he never receives, mind you. Now on June 10th of 2018, Tim was arrested by the FBI in Washington, D.C., while he was trying to go and meet his lawyer. Well, Kamora tried to devise any type of plan she could to bail him out. She ends up telling the government she has stock in Celsius. This is stock they no longer own anymore, but they use that to get him out. Truth be told, it worked. They transferred money from the Celsius stock to Kamora's J.P. Morgan Chase Bank. 
and it temporarily worked because Homeboy was out on bond. Now, they did not tell the government that the Celsius shares were owned by New Horizon, which was sold to a company in Qatar. But that sale was pretty much null and void because they never paid Russell his $14,250,000. Now, since they didn't hold up their end of the bargain, Russell still owns his 49% of the shares. Now, because of Tim's crimes and the government believing that the $3 million that Tim used to fund this business was criminal proceeds from his mess that got him arrested in the first place, the government is wanting to use Tim's shares to pay off his $40 million in restitution, and then Tim forfeits the rest, and it's hundreds of millions of dollars, like big money. The stock is now selling for $104 a share, so all of those shares that they had are now worth $344 million. Now, Kimora is claiming over $90 million of the shares belong to her because she put $1 million of her own dollars into it. It's like, look, I was just trying to put them on. I had no idea they were doing this shady business. I own shares as well, so I need to get my 49%. Needless to say, there's hundreds of millions of dollars still on the table that may or may not go back to the government Russell is hoping that the court excludes the Celsius shares from any final court order or forfeiture, or they at least just exclude his 49% of the shares. Russell is wanting his money. So needless to say, this might be why he's not talking to Kamora right now. This might be why he wants the kids to flip on Kamora right now. And this is the reason why he said, F that man. I'm broke. She sold everything. So, yeah, and this is that Russell Simmons and Kimora thing. And that's what I think. I think Russell's mad that the money situation and he's taking it out on the kids. But, Russell, you was too friendly to them people anyway. You know, when you get a divorce, get a divorce. Get a divorce and, and cut financial ties. Russell was just trying to live this great life where he was still hanging with them, going on vacation. Uh-uh. Uh-uh kids get a divorce and be done with it y'all been playing too many games um let's get into our next one there's no talk of amputation there's no talk of any of that whatsoever the doctor was just telling me worst come to worst this was gonna happen but i believe in staying right so we never have to take that left now this is what happens i went up to the doctors the other day to, to to check myself out and i have uh two clots in my leg one in my right leg one in my left leg which is my thighs okay so now i'm having a procedure tomorrow to try to get those clots so now i can have proper blood flow to the leg so they can fix the toes okay that's what's going on that is it you heard it from me that's what's going on i i appreciate you i appreciate your gestures i appreciate your prayers and uh I'm receiving all kind of uh, emails and everybody, not just from me, from my friends, family members, everybody. And let me tell you about the funniest one. It's a guy emailed one of my friends that said that they have the remedy because all y'all have remedies now. I don't know where you've been to for the last two years, but everybody got a quick fix solution now. They said they have the remedy that all my toes will grow back. They said they <laughs> you already know what it was. You, you already know what it was, but let me make sure I got everything. So now I can finally move forward and get this stuff fixed. So I'm having surgery tomorrow. Thank you for your prayers. Thank you for your love. Thank you for support. And you, you got to understand, I, I ain't going nowhere because we coming. <laughs> I ain't going nowhere. I'm just 
just trying to get all this straight. So when I walk that sideline and I walk my walk, because I'm going to talk my talk, then I can walk my walk. All right? God bless y'all. I appreciate you. I truly do. So there you have it. Deion Sanders said he is not getting his toes and leg amputated. It's preventive measure. So I don't know why these stories have been coming out, but yeah. I'm not even gonna lie, it was extremely heartbreaking. But first, my name's Jock, and if you're ever running out of things to watch, I got you. Honestly, this was so traumatic, we need to call that lady with the list and just add this as to things that can happen when you have children. Because apparently Maya's story is not even that uncommon, it's just the way hers ended was just extremely sad. Take Care of Maya is a documentary that Netflix recently released about a young girl named Maya and her family. Basically, when Maya was young, she developed this disease and her parents did what they were supposed to do and took her to the hospital, met with all these doctors and were just trying to figure out what happened. And what ends up happening is absolutely wild. As we all know, the whole child welfare system is not perfect. And so somehow she gets dragged into it and basically her life is exploded. And it just gets sadder and sadder and heavier and heavier throughout the entire thing. I think you should know that this happens, but it is very heavy topic. So, yeah, um, I watched that and it was crazy. I mean, the girl had this illness. The mom was a nurse and she had been, according to them, overly medicating her. They ended up taking the girl from the mom for like three months. And the mom ended up killing herself because she felt like the only way her daughter could come back home was if she wasn't there anymore. It was just a really crazy, sad story. But yeah, if y'all want to watch that, that's on Netflix. And it is a documentary. What's up, TikTok? This your boy, Gerald Jackson from the North Carolina Beat. A CPN queen in Charlotte has been arrested, and we the people want the feds to let her go. Word on the current, the FBI in Charlotte done arrested a 23-year-old CPN queen named Shia Jackson. The feds say Miss Jackson is known to create mean documents for people to get inside of homes and cars and obtain PPP loans fraudulently. According to a federal indictment, Chaya made more than $320,000 in these goddamn uh, uh, fraudulent documents, you know, she was making under her business, Diva Documents. Police said that Chaya fraud go all the way back to 2020 when she was making pay stubs driver license, the paper one, and the hard copy. She making COVID-19 hardship letter. They say she was making social security card, W-2 <laughs> uh, paperwork, and lease agreements. According to the Fed's indictment, Shia advertised her business diva documents on Facebook. The Fed said she was telling people on social media that she can make any document that they need. They said Shia would charge 115 to edit a pay stub to $150 to get you a driver license, the hard copy. They said she would require her customers to pay uh, half of the total amount up front and the other half once she has completed your documents or whatever fraudulent service you need from her. They said she provided PPP documents, car loan uh, documents, apartment rental, whatever you need. Shia Hatch. The indictment further alleged that between January 2020 and August 2022, they said Shia created nearly 400 social security cards for people, eight driver's licenses, 
and six COVID-19 vaccine cards. Shia is charged with eight counts of unlawful production of false identification documents, eight counts of illegal transfer of false identification documents, one count of wire fraud, and one count of making a false statement to a financial institution. The feds took Shia into custody Wednesday, and she remains in jail. And word on the street is, uh, in Charlotte, is that Shia was really helping the people that, you know, had just got out of prison and needed somewhere to stay and get money in the car and help them get on their feet. So she wasn't doing no bad deeds. She done pissed somebody off, or they didn't know how to use their CPN number, they done got mad and called popos on her ass. Not she in jail without the bill. To read more about this story, go to the NCB.com. Yeah, I know Shia done made somebody mad, but the way he reported on that story is hilarious to me. And not Diva Documents. She had a whole business on Trenton. Stop. Y'all gotta, y'all gotta, no. Billionaires cage fighting. Okay, sure. We have truly reached the chaos portion of the simulation otherwise known as existence. My first question is, who do we even root for? One is a casually fascist megalomaniac, and the other is a casually fascist megalomaniac who's like really into jiu-jitsu right now. This is like famine fighting pestilence. This is like David Duke versus Adolf Hitler. It's like Scrappy Doo versus Jar Jar Binks. I hate everyone involved and want them to lose. Second, how do I apply to be the referee? Because baby, I would guarantee a bloodbath. F*** a TKO, we're talking R.I.P. for one of these two. Hey UFC, pick me to preside over the fight between these two rich whites. It just feels right, this has been my time. So he's talking about this so-called pay-per-view fight that supposedly is going to happen between Elon Musk and the rich, it's just a written, uh, what's his name? Zuckerberg, which I completely think Zuckerberg is not human. So I think he would win because yeah, listen, the news was like today. I didn't, I mean, some people got killed, unfortunately. Yes, but it wasn't too gruesome. So I'm proud that I didn't start y'all week off on too much gruesome, even though you guys like true crime and stuff like that. Um, that's not how I wanted to start my day. So, you know, maybe tomorrow I know somebody out there is committing heinous crimes, but you guys are not. You guys are going to start the week off positively, greatly, bigly, as Trump says, and you're just going to have an awesome life. And I, and I'm claiming that for you. Anything you've been wanting and needing is coming your way. So get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. Is it in yet? It's signing off. You guys have an amazing week.